Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, it is um, December the 6th, 2021, and um, I just want to make a note that we will be discussing the Bible in the future, which is um, a couple of weeks from now, starting in January 2022. And um, from there, we'll only be doing short FYI lectures that I will discuss and possibly um, homework in regards to that lecture so that you'll have a sense of understanding what, um, what this lesson is about, you know, just understanding the whole lesson. These lectures will be in increments of 30 minutes. It might be a little more or it might be a little less depending on the subject at hand. We also working on a mechanism that will answer questions. Um, and what I mean by that is um, within Spotify, there is a place that you can submit your question and then we can answer the question, um, you know, get back to you by answering the question. So that's still being worked out, but I'm just letting you know that there is um, a mechanism that does that. We just haven't got to that point yet, but I will let you know when we actually um, are on top of that so that you can submit questions. Also, <clears throat> excuse me, please remember that when we do answer the questions, we are going to be answering the questions according to the scriptures. It's not going to be my own personal thought or feeling. And if it is a thought or a feeling, I will let you know. But for the most part, it will be according to the scriptures, because this is a scriptural study. It's not a my study. <laughs> okay. So um, we're going to do our best to um, get that uh, mechanism working so that you can submit questions. We will be answering the questions um, according to the scriptures. Um, yeah, and that's that. Okay. We have a lesson today, and it's a short lesson. I believe it's 30 minutes. Hopefully, it's, um, I have enough um, that it can go into the block of 30 minutes or a little more. So we're just going to start. Today's lesson is we are at war. Yes, the lesson is we are at war. Now, what do I mean by that? It means that you're right in the middle of a spiritual warfare. Okay, let me say it again. You are right in the middle of spiritual warfare. So you must gird your loins and fight the spiritual battle. Okay, people think that what they see today is what our eyes are telling us it is. It's a little more complicated than that. However, our eyes cannot or do not believe what your mind cannot conceive. And I'm gonna say that again. Your eyes cannot or do not believe what your mind cannot conceive. Now, what do I mean by that? If you can't wrap your head around what you're seeing, you're not going to believe it. 
And this is true simply because look at history. There's more than one nation that have done some incredible things, but other nations don't believe it. They don't report it. They don't receive it. They don't acknowledge it. We know this, okay? That goes for the spiritual world and the physical world, okay? So, um, you must be in the spirit to believe spiritual things. Like I always say, um, the scripture says, let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. The Ruach is a spirit. How can you hear the Ruach if you're not in the Ruach? Meaning, how can you hear what the spirit is saying or receive spiritual things and you're not in the spirit? You're living carnally, you're understanding carnally, you refuse or are unable to be, um, to come up higher into spiritual things. Okay. The average person today does not believe in spiritual things, or they may perhaps be um, a religious person or a traditional person that has not been taught to believe various spiritual things, which is really unfortunate because we are tripart beings. I mean, for somebody to just say, oh yeah, we just meet sex and just live here and then after that is done. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? a really smart and prudent person would really look at that and, and be like, well, what's the point of everything? It's just dumb. So, you know, um, it will behoove you to figure out or receive or ascertain some kind of spirituality to even root you into walking this life simply because there's so much tribulation going on right now. And the scriptures say that, and so does um, the prophets that you need to gain some understanding. It also says in the scriptures that men's hearts are going to stop for the, for the lack of not understanding what's happening. I mean, do I even have to go into 2019 and 2020 with the doctors committing suicide, this, that, all that stuff, because they can't receive or understand what's happening because of the pestilence? the disease. Okay. Just because you don't believe in spiritual things does not negate the fact that spiritual things are happening. Remember, it says in Revelation that the devil will fool the whole world. And we're going to discuss that in a minute. We have to pose the question so that we can understand what's happening. What do the scriptures say about spirits? It says that there are wicked spirits on earth, per the book of Enoch. The Bible says that there's wickedness in high places. So for those who believe that, please understand that this is true. We've already gone over the belief in Yah, and we have discussed how the prophets prophesy. However, we will be discussing the prophets a bit more during um the following Saturday's lessons, not next week, because next week is the mouth, but we'll be discussing it before the end of December. So I'm not sure we're going to do it on the 18th or the 25th, but we will be doing it because it's important because when I get into the scriptures, you're going to need to know these things. And this is the point of the whole scriptural cliff note sessions. Okay. We're going to start with the first question. 
who is the battle with? Remember, we are at war. So who is this battle with? Who are we fighting this battle with? Okay. And the answer is, we know the battles with spirits and wickedness in high and low places. Now, how do we know that? Revelation 12 and 9 says, and the great dragon was cast down. This is Yahusha telling John in his revelation. And the great dragon was cast down that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. I'm going to say it again. The devil deceived the whole world. And we're going to get into that when we get into um, prophecy. Because everything we do and say is a lie. And we're going to get into that later. But I'm going to say, the devil and Satan, which fooled the whole world, he was cast out into the earth and his angels was cast out with him. Now, there's a few scriptures that say that in a few books. Now, this is revelation from the Bible that I just read. The book of Enoch has it. The book of Jasa has it. Why these books are not together, I already spoke to you and I already told you that the Gentiles have the books. The Gentiles been meddling with the books. They've been twisting the books. They've been trying to um, uh, put puzzle pieces together with the books. Remember, they was never given the books. They were never given the laws. Nevertheless, they have to follow the laws. We already spoke about that. They was never given this. So if somebody who never had a dealings with something put something together, nine times out of 10 is going to be wrong. So Yah tells us in the book of Enoch that there's going to be a time that the Gentiles is going to release books and the children of Yah is going to finally get the truth because the Ruach is dealing with them. I don't care how many books is out there. I don't care how many people's trying to fool you. I don't care how many things are wrong. When the Ruach is dealing with you, because the Ruach's job, one of the jobs is to be the spirit of truth. You're going to find out that truth. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. A lot of people's not going to hear what the Ruach is saying. Even Yahusha in the New Testament said, you're not going to be able to receive what I'm saying because you're not mine. Only his people are going to understand what the truth is. Now, a lot of people go, oh, how do you know what's the truth? I don't know what's the truth. Of course, you're not going to know what's the truth. Number one, you're not in the scriptures. That's how Yah talks about you. I'm um, talks to you, excuse me. Number two, you don't believe nothing. Number three, um, the Ruach's job is the truth and to search the hearts of men. Now, if he's searching your heart and it is a spirit searching you, and this is why we're talking about war, because spirits do inhabit human flesh, then it's going to know what's going to happen. This is why we're in the position we are today. Okay? All right. Paul, in the New Testament, who happens to uh, be an apostle, after um, Judas killed himself, Paul, Yahusha was working with him and he is the apostle to the Gentiles. And we'll be talking about the apostles too. Okay, so he is an apostle to the Gentiles. He was an apostle that was ordained by Yahusha after he was glorified. So he sent the Ephesians a scroll because 
a lot of the, the New Testament is written by Paul. Like I said, the Gentiles put this book of the Bible together. There was no such thing as the book of the Bible. Even during quote unquote New Testament times, it was just different scrolls that, um, that Gentiles put together according to what they understood, okay? Again, let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. Back to what I was saying, okay? So Paul, who's a servant, of Yahshua, an apostle who sent and wrote a message via scroll to the Ephesians said that we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, okay? That's Ephesians 6 and 12. And it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, excuse me, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers, of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places and low places. Now, when I say, I added the low places. When I say high places, I'm reading strictly from Ephesians 6 and 12. And the wickedness that's in high places is in the heavens. Remember I told you the heavens is not heaven like everybody's talking about in the church. We already spoke about all that nonsense, okay? The heavens is the firmament, the skies, okay? There's spirits in the skies. Y'all said that the spirits, these spirits that's angels and stuff are the stars, okay? That's in the scriptures, in the Old Testament. So the wickedness in high places is in the heavens, in the skies. That's what it is, okay? We already discussed what position everybody's in. Y'all's not bound by space and time. He's everywhere and nowhere at the same time. He holds up this, uh, the solar system and all of that stuff. In the skies is the wickedness, the rulers and all that. And then later on, the firmament, lower in the firmament is earth. And then that's where the uh, humans are. The devil and his, um, one third of his even wicked angels are on earth wreaking havoc. And so are other wicked spirits that I am going to speak about in this lesson. Okay. So obviously by saying this, Paul means that we are not fighting things that we can see. We are dealing with spirits. Okay, and again, you know, a lot of people don't believe in spirits, but just because you don't believe in them don't mean they ain't going to ravage your whole body and your mind. Now, now we have already had lessons pertaining to the spirits, and you can go through those lessons on um, Spotify, and where they are and what they do. You know, we already discussed where the spirits are. I just discussed it again, where they are, what they do, what's going on, okay? Okay, for more information on that, um, go to the Testament of Solomon and go to the Book of Enoch and the Shepherd of Hermas. Now the Gentiles took out the Shepherd of Hermas in the New Testament, but that talks about spirits, the angels that walk with you, the wicked angels, it talks about all of that, okay? The Testament of Solomon is not in the, um, the Bible. You already know, I just told you who put the Bible together, okay? All right, um, so you have a better understanding of uh, evil and wicked spirits in those books I just said, okay? Another message that Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians um, 4, 17 and 18 says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that for outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes 
not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Now, what does that say? I mean, what does that mean? It means that Paul is telling the Corinthians, because they're not the Hebrews, the Hebrews were scattered all over. Remember, so they had this Yeshua assign the apostles to go out and talk to the, uh, the Gentiles, which Paul is the, um, the apostle to the Gentiles, and all the rest of the 11 is for the lost sheep of Yasharel, Israel. So Paul is concentrated on in the New Testament. So Paul is telling the Corinthians and the sprinkle of Hebrews that's all over the world, don't cast your thoughts and your, your faith on things that you can see. Do it on the most high Yah that you can't see because Yah is eternal and so is those spirits. The only one who could get rid of spirits is the father of spirits. That's why it says, don't worry about the one who could kill the body. Worry about the one who could kill the body and the soul in hellfire, okay? So we understand via Paul that don't worry about things that you can't, I mean, excuse me, excuse me, the things that you can see. Cast your care on Yah, the most high Yah, who you cannot see. Because the things that you can see has an expiration date. They're carnal. They're temporary. The things that you cannot see are eternal. Okay? So we understand, uh, excuse me, we understand that the spirits were here before mankind began to populate the earth which the devil and his evil angels. Now you already heard me say, Yahusha told John that the devil was cast down to earth with one third of the angels. I just said that in Revelation, okay? That was Revelation, uh, did I even say that Revelation? Yes, Revelation 12 and nine, okay? And um, that was done before humans came to the earth. Okay, and after humans came to the earth, the wicked spirits that were of angels and humans, that's pre-flood. So um, angels, um, excuse me, humans populated the earth after, you know, Adam and Eve sinned. They start populating the earth and then wickedness abound. So Yah said, I'm going to cause a flood. So before that flood, the watchers who are a type of angel, and we already discussed the angels, the watchers came down and had fornication they fornicated with the women they had sex with the women which was sinful because the children of heaven and the children of earth yeah so um giants came nephilim all kinds of different types of things came onto the earth and was committing really sinful acts and it offended yah and the angels knew better so yah said yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna really do some things to y'all so after the after you know the population and before the flood, all kinds of uh, supernatural things was this earth, all kinds, and it's not discussed in the Bible. It's discussed it's discussed a little bit in the book of Jasa, but it's not really discussing a whole bunch of stuff because y'all don't want you concentrating on those things. He wants you to be aware of things, but he don't really want you to concentrate on those because your attention goes to somewhere else and then it can be manipulated. I already told you about what the demons do, okay? And I'll just give you a little piece. In the New Testament, when Yahushua walked the earth and he was casting out demons, 
When those demons started talking, what the Yahusha say? Shut up. He don't want to hear the nonsense because it's a bunch of lies. So he don't want you to focus on that. He wants you to understand that it is there, but he don't need you to focus on that because if y'all be who, for you, who could be against you? So focus on y'all. Who cares about whatever else? Okay, so I'm going to read it again. Um, before mankind became to populate the earth, the devil and his angels was there. And then afterward, the wicked spirits um, which came forth from angels and human flesh. Okay. And then the, the spirits never stop. They never stop coming. They never stop wreaking havoc. They never stop doing nothing. That's why y'all said during the consummation of time, I'm going to stop all this, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. So that's when judgment begins. Okay. So I'm just going to read a piece of what happened in the book of Enoch in regards to who the battle is with. Okay. Uh, before I do that, I'm just going to say this. Okay, how do we know it's a battle? How do we know we having a battle? This is how we know. Y'all gave a verbal warning that he's going to curse the wickedness that happened between the angels and the humans. And he also cursed the devil. We already know that. We discussed that in Genesis 3, 14 through 16. We already did that between Eve and the devil. And we already just, just talked about, and I'm going to go in depth right now, what happened with the angels and humans. So we know that Yah did a verbal warning, which is a curse that sent forth um, to the earth. Believers and non-believers, it's, it's, it's written. So it's up to you to believe it or not. It doesn't matter. Um, second, it's written in the scriptures. Book of Enoch, many other scriptures, even Bible. You already know there's things that you can't explain. Again, if you receive it, you receive it. If you don't, you don't. It doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. You don't have the power to stop anything. Just like the scriptures say, you don't have the power to turn your hair white. You don't. Yah has that power. The little intricate things that happen, we don't have that power. We are just squirrels trying to get a nut. That's all we are. And we think we are more than we are. This is why we need to be humble. And that is next week's, oh, excuse me. Humility is um, within this month too, because we need to be humble. There's too much stuff going on. Okay, and then third is we see various evidence of spiritual happenings and we can't explain it. Either we can't explain it, we ignore it, we don't acknowledge it, acknowledge it, excuse me, we explain it away, we do whatever we do, and it just, I don't know. We're just doing stuff we don't have no business. This is why things are the way they are. Okay. Now I'm going to read to you what Enoch, the scribe of righteousness, says in regards to the watchers and their spawn, okay? Because this is who the battle is with. It says, and this is in Enoch, uh, excuse me, first Enoch 15, okay? I'm reading um, excerpts from first Enoch 15. And it's, it doesn't read like the Bible. So I can't say, you know, um, first Corinthians two, and it's, it doesn't read like the Bible. So I'm gonna read to you um, first, Enoch 15, and it's different um, 
messages that Enoch is talking to the watchers about their um, the children that they sired and what's going to happen with the earth. This is a part of the curse that Yah put on the earth simply because the children of heaven that knew better went down and they committed a really horrible sin with the daughters of earth. Okay, so this is how it goes. Enoch is talking to the, um, the watchers because they're asking for forgiveness from Yah and Yah's not having it at all. Okay, so now this is what it says. And now the giants who are produced from spirits and flesh shall be called evil spirits upon the earth and on the earth shall be their dwelling. That's who we're dealing with, a part of it. Evil spirits have proceeded from the, their bodies because they were born from men, meaning human daughters, and from the holy watchers is their beginning and primal origin. So sex with the women, human women, the angels, fallen angels that were supposed to be watching over people. They lusted, because remember, angels have uh, free will like human beings. They lusted after them and had sex with them. They shall be evil spirits on earth, and evil spirits shall they be called. This is Yah giving Enoch the word to tell the Nephilim what's going on. This is a curse. The curse of the sinful angels, which is the watchers. As for the spirits of heaven, in heaven shall be their dwelling. What did I say? The heavens, the firmament, that's the sky. That ain't in the most high heaven where Yah dwells. As Yah dwells outside space and time, we already said there's angels that do um, reside in the heavens, but it's not the same heavens that these watchers are in. Okay. But as for the spirits of the earth, which were born upon the earth, on the earth shall be their dwelling. And the spirits of the giants afflict, oppress, destroy, attack, do battle, and work destruction on the earth and cause trouble. They take no food, but nevertheless hunger and thirst and cause offenses. And these spirits shall rise up against the children of men and against the women because they have proceeded from them. That means the women have them. And now as for the watchers, this is the watchers um, uh, curse, who have sent you, talking about Enoch, to intercede for them who have been aforetime in heaven, say to them, you have been in heaven, but all the mysteries had not yet been revealed to you. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says, even the angels wanna know what Yah's telling his children. There is a scripture that like that in the Old Testament. And you knew worthless ones and these in the hardness of your hearts, you have made known to the women. I'm flipping over the page. And through these mysteries, women and men work much evil on earth. Say therefore to them, you will have no peace. Now, what does that mean? Well, I told you already, there's a lot of things that Yah 
didn't tell the angels, but he started telling men. But he started telling his children, his line. Prior to that, y'all never told them. Remember when Adam and Eve were in the garden and then the devil um, tempted Eve to eat the fruit of wisdom. Sorry, the fruit of knowledge, not wisdom. The fruit of knowledge. A part of knowledge is knowing goodness and evil. The angels knew a whole bunch of stuff. They knew how to do all kinds of stuff. Now, in a previous lesson, I told you that Ezra had a conversation with an angel and Ezra wanted to know why the children of Israel was going into bondage again, why all of this carnage and all this stuff was happening. And he was pretty much demanding why. He, don't, he doesn't understand why this is happening. He wants some answers. This is what Ezra's asking. The angel's going, who are you, basically? Who are you? If I told you anything, you wouldn't understand. You would not understand nothing of heaven when you could barely understand what's going on on this earth. If you can answer one question for me that goes on how you got here, then maybe I will tell you the secrets of heaven. The angels know everything that's going on in the heavens and they know what's going on on the earth. Earthly carnal people only know a piece of what's going on on earth and they think they know everything. They don't know they behind from a hole in the wall yet they keep demanding and doing all that stuff. They're just like a speck of dust trying to ask the most high, why, why did you make me, what's going on here? Why is this happening? Who are you to even ask the question? You need to be doing your job and repenting, seeking y'all and repenting. That's what you need to be doing because we as human beings then did enough on this earth look around we've been doing all kinds of nonsense and this is why the earth is uh the way it is so back to what i was saying enoch told the um the angels who are the watchers exactly what's going to happen to their spawn and what's going to happen to the people on earth and this happened pre-flood this is also a prophecy from the scribe of righteousness who is Enoch. Now his real name is Chenoch, but we'll call him Enoch because you already know they changed the names. So Enoch is explaining to them what's going to happen to them via Yah. So we know in regards to what Enoch said that there's wicked uh, spirits on this earth lusting and thirsting and doing all kinds of wicked acts. I just read that. So you understand who you're dealing with. You're dealing with the devil and one third of the angels that was uh, cast down and you're dealing with the wicked spirits that the angels had sex with that turned into Nephilim, giants, this, that, the other. If you don't believe that, please do a little homework on the giants and all these seven foot, eight foot, 10 foot people on the earth. That's true. Okay, there you go. That's proof. Okay. Where is the battle? I just said on earth. The battle's on earth. But that's not the only place that it is. Okay. Man is on the earth. The devil was thrust, thrust down to the earth with one third of the um, angels, which are now uh, unrighteous spirits. And the wicked spirits that inhabited this earth prior to Yah getting them all killed. And now their spirits is down here tormenting men. I just read that from Enoch, which is a curse from the most high. It's in the book of Enoch and the Bible and the book of Jasa and the book of Jubilees. Okay, 
So all of the evil spirits run around and corrupt unsuspecting, unbelieving humans because those who do believe pick up the, um, the, uh, the tools of Yah and they, they fight, okay? There are some people that's fighting. Now, okay, I'm gonna read it again. All of the evil spirits run around and corrupt unsuspecting, unbelieving humans. They manipulate and use them which is the battlefield to fight you, okay? Your mind is the battlefield. That's how they get to you. They get to you through your mind. Now I'm gonna quote another spirit, I mean, excuse me, scripture. It says that the spirit and the flesh have enmity. The spirit is of Yah, okay? The flesh, the devil rules because he's the prince of this air. So he rules the flesh. This is why people's doing all kinds of immoral acts. So they fighting. Just like when Yah said the devil and Eve's children's gonna always be fighting. They're gonna have enmity, hatred. The same thing. Okay? So the battlefield is in your mind. It's a fight. The wickedness that's on this earth. You is going to be fighting with you, your soul, your, your, in your head, your soul is where your soul resides through the eyes in your soul. They are fighting you there. Okay. So this is why the spirit must beat the soul, excuse me, the spirit, the soul has to allow the spirit to help it beat the flesh down. It has to, because the flesh is being ruled by wickedness and the spirit is of Yah. Remember the spirit is what animates us. The spirit animates the soul. The soul is inside the coat of the body. The body can be ruled by the devil that roams around like a lion seeing who he made devour. He is the prince of this air. He is. So you gotta be careful because the war been here since you was born, okay? When you was born, you came out fighting the war. You didn't even know it. All right? Okay. So you have to beat the, um, the flesh down. Um, so what evil does, the wickedness, the wickedness plagues your soul. It plagues it. And if you don't believe or you don't have the right way with all to fight a wicked spirit, because a lot of times people don't even know that they're in a spiritual battle. And it talks about spiritual battles all through that scripture. So, um, you know, sometimes you don't even know. You just think you having all this bad luck and this stuff is happening and that's happening, hap happening. You just have no idea. And I'm gonna tell you this. You know how they say dumb criminals? Okay, I'm gonna tell you why the criminals are dumb. Now we already know somebody with sense and sense comes from spiritual way with all. That's where sense comes from. Because there's a scripture that says that wisdom, which is a spirit that helps you with set, common sense, wisdom will withdraw when wisdom withdraws it takes knowledge and what happens when with wisdom withdraws and takes knowledge you're dumb you won't have sense honestly think about some of the things that you speak to these people nowadays i'm talking about today's day right in real time talk to somebody first of all they gonna they don't they don't hear what you're saying they can't make the connection and the stuff that they do doesn't make sense to a person who has sense that's because wisdom withdrew and took knowledge that's why okay back to what i was saying what the spirits do is they wear down your soul 
in the battlefield of your mind. They wearing it down. You're fighting them. You don't even know you in the battle and they fighting you and beating you down. Yes, that's what they're doing. Okay, they trick you and do all of that. Back to what I was saying about the dumb criminals. The criminal in their mind think that they could get off with a crime that has never been like stealing something. Oh, I'm gonna steal this thing. And yet the demon that's in your mind is telling you, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, things like that happened before and people got caught before, but not you. And what happens? They do it, they get caught. What do you think? They just got caught. And their head, the demon is telling them that they're not going to get caught. Other people got caught, but you're much more cunning than them. So you're not going to get caught. And what happens? They get caught. So they got tricked, right? What does the devil do? Trick you. He's a liar. Get it? Okay. So um, when you start believing the lies of those demons, then you continue to commit sin. If you don't have the way with all to put your thoughts into... Um, it is a scripture that says, um, put your, um, put your thoughts into, um, oh, I forgot the scripture off the top of my head, but you can put your thoughts, command your thoughts not to think in that way. If you're, you're consciously thinking and saying to yourself, cause this is where the spirit is telling you what you're thinking is wrong. It's, it's not right. So you can put your thoughts into Beat those thoughts and say, this is not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do that. Beat them into submission. I'm not going to do that. That don't even make sense. We are always having all kinds of thoughts and stuff in our head and you have to beat them into submission. You do. And you're not crazy, honey. You are being attacked. And a lot of people don't understand that. No, once you understand that you are a spiritual being, with a soul, you are the soul. The spirit encompasses you, your soul, and it's in this coat of a body. Once you start understanding that, then you'll start seeing more spiritual things. And there are a lot of people's not gonna get there. That's why y'all say it's only gonna be a remnant going, honestly. Now we already went through the remnant. We already did all of that, but just understand what I'm saying to you. Sometimes you gotta think about some of the things that you're thinking about. You got to separate those things because those thoughts are not always yours. They be implanted in your head. And just because they in your head, you think it's a part of your thought, but it really isn't. I just told you that Enoch told the, um, the angels that they children is wicked beings that walk the earth and corrupt man. I just read that to you. So please understand that. Okay. Um. The Nephilim, like I said, are cursed and they're going to be judged and done away with at the end of time during the judgment. But their children to curse the humans that came after the ones that had those um, wicked spirits, to curse the, um, the people that came after, these um, spirits will be walking the earth doing all kinds of stuff. They doing all kinds of stuff. And it was so many at one time that... Um, Noah had to pray to Yah and say, please get these spirits off my children because they can't, they can't move forward. They being plagued. And Yah took a lot of those spirits that was from the Nephilim away because they were really tormenting um, Noah's children and uh, the ones that they was uh, populating. It was terrible. 
and and even the wicked spirit said, yeah, you can't take all of us away because we're trying to do your job. But some of them go overboard. This is why you got to get into those scriptures, honey, because we are not fighting uh, flesh and blood. We are really in a battle. And honestly, I can't express to you enough to say to you that the person that I am, I can't explain to you for those who don't know me, because there's so many people that may be listening to this um, message that don't know me from a can of paint, but I'm going to tell you the type of human being I am. I don't waste my time on things that are not productive or do not benefit you. I believe my time is money and people's time is money because when you go to work, somebody's paying you for your time. If you get something fixed in your house or you have to you're going to either do it yourself, which costs time, costs you time, or you're going to have to pay somebody to do it, pay somebody else for their time. So I believe that time is money. And if I did not believe in y'all and believe this spiritual stuff, I would not be wasting my time explaining to you how critical this is that you get this message and stop what you're doing, especially Yasharel, Judah, especially a pin to Judah because Judah is scattered and Judah is wreaking havoc and Judah is going to be annihilated if Judah don't get this message and get his life together. The nation of Judah within Yasharal. It is imperative that you receive this message. And I'm not, I'm not counting out the Gentiles. I'm not counting them out either. I mean, everybody because Yah already chose who he chose before the foundation of the world. And this message is for anybody who can receive it and move on. The focus on delivering these messages is that you would have a zeal to seek Yah for yourself because time is of the essence. Time is of the essence. Okay, back to what I was um, gonna say in regards to this message, we're at war, okay. How will you fight and what tools would you use to fight this war that we fight in, in the mind on earth? Okay, how are we going to do this? The answer is the most high Yah has given his children. Now I say his children, everybody, everybody who he chose before the foundation of the world. Remember, Yahusha told um, even the Pharisees because they, they were Israel. He said, you're not going to be able to receive this message because you're not of me. Okay. Gentiles, Yasharel, listen up. It's for you. I'm not talking to the heathens and I'm not talking about to sinful Yasharel because they're going to get what they get. Like I said, Yah has uh, left his children with an abundance of tools that you must acknowledge you must learn how to use in order to fight and be clear of whatever it is that's attacking you. Now, I told you that the battlefield's in the mind, so you can't use physical tools, okay? Because the battle is not physical, it's spiritual. Okay, so the Most High has given his children tools to fight this battle that will not end until time, until Yah's time period is up. And what I mean about that is Yah says there's a consummation of time, which means 
The clock started when Adam sinned. So every second that that clock moves, something else happens. And that clock goes from one to 12. Right now we on 11. There's five more dots before it hit to the 12. And every clock, and this is what I believe because I was doing calculation. Now I could be wrong, but this is what I believe. The clock is, um, is blocks of 500 years, okay? So one year, um, excuse me, one day is a thousand years and a thousand years a day. I already said that in previous lessons, if you wanna understand what that means. I don't wanna sway off the lesson, so I'm just gonna keep moving on. If you have a question in regards to that, please upload it. Write it down and upload it. When I get this questioning um, thing fixed, you can upload the question. I will go into it, but we will continue to move uh, forward. The tools are your faith, which I previously discussed in another lesson. Uh, you cannot please God. You cannot, uh, excuse me, Yah. You cannot come to Yah. You cannot pray to Yah. You cannot do nothing without faith because you have to believe that he is in order to ask for something. And Yah said that he'll give you anything in Yahusha's name with, with his glorification. You have to be able to glorify him with this, with this uh, request. You can have anything, okay? You know, if, if it's going to be beneficial to you, it has to glorify him. But you can ask for certain things and it be bad things and you will get those too. Now, we're not going to go into that because I already discussed that in previous lesson, lessons too. But just know that your faith is going to help you. The word of Yah is going to help you. Now, what is the word? We already talked about that too. Even uh, last week, we talked about it. The word is Yah. First John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was Yah and the word was with Yah and the word was Yah, okay? And you know, I, that's not a specific quote from the Bible, but you understand what I mean. First John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word. So we have to have faith and we have to have the word, okay? And we have to seek Yah first, his kingdom and his righteousness. Now, I already talked about Matthew 6, and 33, which is seek Yah first, his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek Yah, the most high. Seek his kingdom, the kingdom of Yah. Seek him first, his kingdom and his righteousness. Who is his righteousness? The righteousness is Yahuwah, excuse me, Yahusha. Who are we in Yahusha to Yah? We are the righteousness of Yah through Yahusha. So seek ye first my kingdom and my righteousness. So that's three, that's um, three we already had. Seek his righteousness in his kingdom, seek his word and have faith. Now, he also sent us the tool of the commandments, even though he didn't give, and y'all said he didn't give the commandments to uh, the heathens. He didn't give it to them. He gave it to Yasharel. And the reason why he gave it to Yasharel is because they was committing transgressions. What is transgression? Sin. What happens when you sin? You die. We already talked about that too. I'm just telling you. These are the things that you need. You need the commandments. You need the word. You need to seek Yah, which is Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom and my righteousness. Your faith, the Torah and the Torah laws, which uh, are... Um, listed in um, Deuteronomy and Leviticus, those laws, Levitical laws and the Torah laws, 
Even though they wasn't given to you, you still have to abide by them. Remember when I said the last time, the amendments wasn't work, um, they wasn't um, written for the people in the United States that was melanated. They were not meant for them because remember they was in bondage. The, those amendments was not uh, written for them, but try uh, breaking them, melanated people. Try to break them and see what happens. It's the same thing with Yah's laws. They were not given to Gentiles, but try breaking them. They're going to be counted against you. Okay. Yah also gave the fruit of the spirit, which is in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, and I'm going to read it. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against which such thing is no law. Now, why was the law uh, put there? Because of sin. What is sin? Transgression of the law. So if you're not sinful, then the law doesn't pertain to you. And we already know everybody's sinful and fell short of the glory of Yah. We know that already. So don't even think in your mind that you're not sinful. Okay, that's another story and another teaching or another day. <laughs> okay, now we also have to put on the whole armor of Yah, which is Ephesians 6, 12, and 18. And it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. That's wickedness in high places. Heavenly, I already told you what the heavenly was in the skies. Okay. Therefore, put on the full armor of Yah so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your guard. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the belt of truth with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Breastplate of righteousness, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. We already talked about the prince of this air that roams around the earth like a lion, seeing who he may devour. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of Yah, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all Yah's people. Did you hear what I said? That's what you have to have. Now we're going to go through it again, but I'm not going to go into detail what I just said. I'm talking about the things that we must have to fight a battle. And I, let me just, before I give you that list, I'm just going to say this. If you want to see what the battle looks like, because you may not really be able to grasp what I'm saying. If you want to see what that battle looks like, you want to know what it looks like? It looks like the Testament of Job. If you ever heard the Testament of Job, you will know exactly what that battle looks like. Okay. Now the, uh, the book of Job, which is one of the oldest books in that scripture, the book of Job is one of the oldest scriptures 
in that whole Bible that they put together. It is. So they have the book of Job in the Bible. However, the testament of Job gives you the meat and potatoes of exactly what happened to Job. More information that will edify you. Now, the, the book of Job will, you know, you'll still have questions. First, you'll say, who is Job? Then you'll be like, well, is he a Gentile? Who is Job? But the testament of Job is going to give you every question that you ever had about Job in Job. So you will not have questions after you finish Job because you're going to know who Job is. You're going to know what line he came from. You're going to know how his connection is to Yah. You're going to know all of that. You don't know that in the book of Job. Okay. And um, probably in the future, I will be uploading various books that people have read. Um, I may read a book. I don't know. But a lot of times, you know, I don't like reinventing the wheel. So what I will do is upload a book onto Spotify, but I have to put the copyright laws in also just to let you know that this is for educational purposes. Yeah. And then you'll be able to understand it because there's a lot of books that I reference and people may not be um, familiar with these books. So my, um, my intent is to um, upload these books so that people can understand what's happening and uh, get um, some education on who these people are, what their purpose was, and how it fits into today. And that's just simply the purpose of these lectures, you know, just to get you to um, be focused and to save your soul. That's it. I mean, there's people that walk this earth that want you to win. We want you to win. We want you to make it to the next life. And just like the, um, the metaphor I always say about college and going to school, a lot of us, we didn't go to college. You know, a lot of us didn't go to college. Uh, excuse me. A lot of us didn't go to high school. A lot of us went to high school and you know, you have to have lessons and you get tests and this and that. And it's, you know, a whole, um, life um, experience that goes into um, high school. So this is what this is. I compare it to the, a life experience because there's some ups and downs with people that may have bullied you or people that you know you befriended. And then there's lessons that you have to learn by favorite teachers and teachers that were not so good. And all of this stuff that you experienced in high school, and whether it made you full, uh, uh, drop out or made you persevere, this is life. This is spiritual life because there's lessons in life that you may not like. You may not like the person who gave you the lesson or the experience you had with the person that is going to create some kind of either animosity or whatever, but you still learn the lesson. So um, a lot of people are not going to move forward to go to college, like I said. And these lessons that you're going to learn is going to be the building blocks of your um of your soul, of your being. So people who love um, one another, people who um, love Yah and wanna walk in the spirit and want their fellow man to win, meaning move to the next life. This is why the, we do the things we do. 
we don't like wasting our time. And again, I can't answer for nobody else and I will never answer for nobody else. I will only answer for me. Only on certain instances will I say I'm speaking for other people, which will hardly ever be. But for me, I love my fellow man. I love my nation, okay? I love them enough to give them what I know. For them to be in the headspace of understanding to get themselves right because time is ticking. And that's why I say the things I say. I just want people to win. I really do. I want you to win. I want you to be able to be in that next life because this life right here is hell. I mean, there's some people that love this life, but this is all they're going to have. And we're not going to go into that. And if if you don't believe that, um, listen to my uh, other lectures and you'll see. But um, again, back to the tools. I already read in depth what the tools were, but I will go over it again. The tools are your faith, the word, which is Yahshua, and seek him first, his kingdom and his righteousness, Yahs. The commandments, the Torah laws and Levitical laws, the fruit of the spirit and the whole armor of Yah. And there's many other things too, but these stand out. These are surefire ways to fight, excuse me, wickedness in high places. That's surefire ways to fight wickedness. So who do you think is going to win this war? This war has been raging since the first day a human being stuck his foot down on uh, soil. Because you know, um, Adam was made of the ground, the soil. So who do you think going to win this war? The scriptures are full of the answer to who's going to win this war. It shouldn't be a surprise. Now, maybe it's to somebody, some unsuspected person that just stumbled onto this podcast and just said, let me just listen to this because I don't have nothing else to do, which I think is very highly unlikely because I don't believe it by chance. There's nothing by chance because y'all put this stuff together before the foundation of the world. And we understand and we know this and how you know is this prophecy prophecy that already came true and prophecy that has yet to come true. And then there's prophecy that's unfurling right now in front of our eyes. And if you don't believe that, I want you to refer to Luke 21. And I also want you to refer to Matthew 24. Now read that and have some kind of understanding of what's going on right now. Back to what I was saying, who's going to win this war? Well, all through the scriptures, it says y'all's going to win this war. Again, in the beginning, when I started telling you, your eyes won't believe what your mind can't conceive. Now we're going to see a whole bunch of stuff. We haven't, we have not begun to see the metaphysical things that's going to start happening. You ever see that movie Ghostbusters or even the Ghostbuster Resurrection or whatever the new movie is now? How the little girl who was supposed to be so into science, and we're going to talk about science later, but I will just say this. There's multiple um, definitions of science. And one of the most important ones is how a mechanism works. So science is basically a breakdown of so how something works. So Yah is a spirit. And what he does is whenever he's going to do a prophetic uh, thing, he lets the prophet know and the prophet tells people and then uh, what happens, happens. So he manifests what's going to happen. Manifestation is a type of science, okay? So 
um, actually science is spiritual. They keep saying, oh, science is physical. I don't believe this and now I believe physical science, but everything that comes to be is a science. It's just how something works. Now they can make it specific and um, you know, certain definitions under science can be specific to whatever it is that you're trying to prove, whatever situation you're trying to prove. Case in point, um, this um, pandemic right now in, in the medications, they say, oh, well, don't believe y'all that put the, um, your healing in your body. Don't believe that. Believe the science that humans put together to make sure that you don't get this particular uh, thing and die. I'm not going to go into that, but I'm just giving an example. They say, I don't believe in anything else. I just believe in the science, but they don't understand. See, you saying this with a carnal mind, you don't understand that everything y'all manifest is a science. You're a science. Okay. How you was manifested is a science. So stop it with the science, okay? I mean, when you start really understanding stuff and stop being carnal, talking about all this because you're regurgitating what somebody else said, understand what it really means. Okay, so back to who's going to win. We are going to see things that we're not going to believe our eyes. We're not going to believe our eyes. And that's in the scriptures. There's a whole bunch of scriptures that say, you know, men's hearts going to stop for all the stuff they're going to see. And it also says, Yahushua says himself. Don't believe when people say, oh, there go Yahushua. He was just born because the, um, the anti-Mashiach is coming. They call it the anti-Christ, but since there ain't no Christ, that was a made up word from Rome and, um, and um, Latin and all those other words when they transcribe the scriptures and we're not gonna go into that because i already went into that but like i said he was the mashiach okay that's the um the uh, hebrew word for it, and we're not gonna use these regular words even though we speak english and it has to be um transcribed into another language many of the um hebrew books don't have an english word for it so somebody took it upon themselves to put another word on it. And that's why I say a lot of these scriptures are manipulated and Yah says it too. And it's in the book of Enoch. They're going to hide the books. They're going to manipulate the books. And there's two curses in there that tell you, don't manipulate this book or else you're going to be cursed. Look in it. Okay. And since the average person don't read the Bible, they just believe somebody else that's regurgitating it to them. They have no idea. And this is another reason why we have these scriptural studies. Now, Back to who will win, because I know I keep talking, but I need you to know this stuff. Who's going to win? The nations or the spirits? Who's going to win? We already know that the spirits been down here before humans stuffed their foot there. Well, before humans became alive, before Yah breathed the breath of life in a human, the spirits was already here. The devil and one third of the angels, they was already here. And then when, when um, people started populating, here come the, the disgusting angels that came down here and had sex with the humans. Okay. So we had that and y'all wiped them out and made them evil spirits. Again, from Enoch, I already read it earlier today. So who's going to win this war? First of all, there are so many scriptures that y'all says that he will win the battle for those who are his, 
both Old Testament and New Testaments. However, I will only say a few of those scriptures because it's too many and we have time constraints. Like I said, we as human beings at the last hour of the clock, we're going to see all kinds of stuff. This is prophecy. And when I get into prophecy, it's so many prophecies. We ain't going to get into all the prophecies, but I will be talking about them and giving overviews of them. There's a lot of prophecies that even I can't um, decipher myself. It says in the book, uh, um, it says in one of the, uh, in the New Testament that no man can teach you. And I believe it's in John or it might be in James. It says that because everybody's not going to have all the knowledge given from wisdom. Remember I told you wisdom is a spirit and wisdom provides knowledge. Um, Yah says in the scriptures too, I'm not going to give you everything. I'm not going to tell you everything because then you're not going to need me. So we're not going to know everything. And not every man can teach you everything because not every man knows everything. Just like the angel told Ezra, you don't know nothing. All you know is what's down here and you don't hardly know that. Case in point, what's in the oceans? We don't know. Case in point, what's exactly in the in the heavens, the skies? We don't know that either. So stop. People need to stop acting like they know everything and they don't. Nine times out of 10, you're regurgitating something somebody told you or you've been indoctrinated with something and you're regurgitating it. I will say again, let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. What is the Ruach's job? The Ruach, is, his job is to search the hearts of men and see if you're ready for this knowledge and to deliver all truth, okay? And confound the quote unquote wise who think they earthly wise. Yeah, that's what it is. Among other things that the Ruach does. In this case, in this, in this lesson's case, that's what the Ruach does. And let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. Again, you cannot hear the Ruach if you are not in the Ruach. If you earthly and carnal, you can't hear it. So you'll be walking around thinking you know stuff and you don't know Jack. Okay, back to what I was saying. Who's going to win this war? Well, Romans 12 and 19 says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, and I will repay, says the Most High Yah. What do y'all say? Vengeance is mine. So he's going to avenge all his children, okay? And all the sinful acts that have been going on with the devil, his one-third of the angels, these evil spirits that get on the work, uh, that's walking around uh, attacking people in their minds and bodies, and, um, and the wicked angels that committed all that fornication. Oh, vengeance is yours. You don't have, this is what I tell people all the time, you don't have to do nothing to nobody, okay? In Revelation, it says there are beings that's at the throne and they have eyes all over. You don't think y'all sends those beings all over the four corners of the earth to take note of what's going on? It's like the ultimate technology. It's watching everything you do bigger than Big Brother. Yes, that's in Revelation. Okay, 1 John 5, 4 and 5 says, for everyone who has been born of Yah overcomes the world. I'ma say that again. Remember, Yah already chose his children who he gonna be before the foundation of the world. Yah said is only a remnant that's gonna go of his children. 
So if he's talking about only a remnant of his children, can you imagine all the rest of the people that's not going? Again, for everyone who has been born of Yah overcomes the world. Just because Yah made you don't mean you going. Remember, he talks about a potter in one of the parables, right? Okay, let's just think about this. Yah's the ultimate potter, right? Or just let's just talk about earthly. You're a potter. Your job, you are employed to be a potter, okay? And what you do is make plates, cups, um, you know, these beautiful plates and regular plates and all these things. All of these plates have a purpose. Now we have the upscale plates for the people who like to have dinner parties and make their house look nice and all the people who can afford it is expensive. And then we have the plates that are just regular everyday plates. Just put it in there, yeah, just regular plate. Mm -mm. And you know, half the time you don't even want people to see this plate is so regular and, and basic. Everything, every plate you make has a purpose. It doesn't mean you the company plate that's going in the cabinet and everybody's going to see it and you saving those plates for yourself. It doesn't mean you that plate. Every plate has a purpose. So I say, all the children of Yah have a purpose. Now there's other children that Yah made, but they down here for a purpose, but they not going to the next life. It doesn't mean just because he made you don't mean you're going to the next life. There's a purpose for everybody, good and bad. And there's a scripture that says that. Okay. So for everyone who has been born of Yah overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Okay. Because you can't do nothing without faith. What did I tell you about the tools? The first tool is your faith because you can't activate nothing without it. Okay. And it says, who is that overcome? Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Yahshua is the son of Yahuwah? Now, I'm going to give you a minute to, to process that because there's so many things I can say about that because you know people say God and Jesus. Honey, didn't it say in the scriptures that Yahshua, Yahshua who they call Jesus, got um, Yahuwah, who they call God's name. How can God and Jesus be one, the same? Yahuwah, Yahshua. Need I say more? I already explained to you what Yahuwah means, and that's a Hebrew word, which is the, orig uh, the original text. And Yahshua, I already explained to you what it said, and that's the orig original writing, the original text that people um, turned around and, 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 and transcribed in another language and took their own names and this and that. I mean, people are being baptized in Jesus' name. You might as well be baptized in your own name because that's not his name. That's number one. And number two, your faith. Because in the New Testament, when Yahshua walked the earth, that's what he said. Your faith saves you. Even the Gentiles, your faith. It don't say his name saves you. But if it does say something about his name being important. So if his name is important, stop using God and Jesus. And I ain't going to say no more about that because I'm not going to say that name no more. Those names. I'm going to use the original names and you should too. Now, I'm going to read the whole thing again. And then we're going to move on because I need you to understand how important 1 John 5 and 4, 5 is. 
for everyone who has been born of Yah overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Yahshua is the son of Yahuwah? Okay. I have a few more scriptures and then we, we're done with this lesson. Luke 18 and 27 says, but he said, what is impossible with men is possible with Yah. Now, why is that important to who's going to win the battle? Because if Yah before you, who be against you? It's impossible with men. I already told you what all the nonsense men, humans are doing. They just think they're the end all and be all and there's nothing but dust in the wind. I already told you that. Yah's going to win, period. He's gonna win. Now, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. I don't care how much influence you got. You have to die. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. First Corinthians 15 and 57. But thanks be to Yah who gives us the victory through our Yahushua HaMashiach. Now, I didn't already told you about the fake names that's in these scriptures. His real name is Yahshua HaMashiach. He is the Mashiach, period. Galatians 6 and 9 says, and let us not grow weary of doing good, being productive, being righteous, doing our best, for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. That means you stand. What did I tell you the tools were? The armor of Yah. That's what it's talking about. You keep fighting. Yah's right there. If Yah before you, who be against you? Who? Nobody. Can't nobody be Yah? Who? Even the devil said, oh, I'm going to put my, um, my uh, throne right next to Yah's. What happened when he said that? He got thrashed down to the earth with one third of his angels. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Deuteronomy 20 and 4. For Yahuwah, your Elohim, is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. Here's another scripture that said you got the victory. How, how did you get the victory? Let me tell you, I'm gonna give you a little piece of how you got the victory. Yeshua told Yachanan, who is John, that he already saw all this stuff happen. So all this stuff was done before the foundation of the world. But because we live in space and time, we still gotta go through the nonsense. Yah's outside of space and time. Yah's everywhere and nowhere at the same time. And we as human beings, as everything on this earth that is visible, have to go through time. That means you born, you go through life, you do whatever you need to do, and you die. You got a time limit. I already read the scripture to you, okay? And then whoever's coming after you is going to do the same thing until y'all put a stop to it. So what do y'all say? Since he controls everything, he's the father of every spirit that ever, ever came to be directly and indirectly, those are scriptures. 
that I am loosely quoting? He's the alpha and the omega, okay? He wrote the books of life. He's the one who's the author and the finisher. More quotes from the scriptures. What more can I say about the most high Yah? He's going to win the battle, okay? You may not be alive to see him win that battle, but trust when I tell you, when it's time for judgment, everybody gonna see everybody. And I know it's, it's really hard to receive that, but it is going to happen. I don't know when. And Yahushua never gave us a time when it's going to happen because he said he don't even know. And he is Yah in the flesh. He don't know, he said. Only Yah knows. Okay. First Peter 1, 13 and 16 says, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Yahusha HaMashiach. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy. So also be holy in all your conduct, since it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. Now, what does that mean? Peter is one of the apostles that go to the Hebrews. Okay. And Yahushua said, Peter, you're going to be the rock. I'm going to build my church on you. So Peter's the leader of the apostles. And this is his message. Okay. His message is saying, get your mind right. I'm saying in straight up English, get your mind right. Understand what's happening spiritually. Don't just be no meat sack that don't believe nothing and all things are just circumstantial. Uh, excuse me, circumstantial. Oh, this is just happening. Oh, oh, we just having a bad time. Oh, are we having a rough patch? Just in that. It could always be something more than that. Remember the things that you can see have a time limit and the things you can't see are eternal. We are always having a battle. And it's not always with the devil. I already told you there's other things that walk this earth and it's cursed. That's what he means. And he's, he's telling you, don't be ignorant. Don't be stupid. It's ignorant to think that you're just a meat sack that just been born. You're just going to do whatever and die. That's stupid. It's foolhardy. It's ignorant. Y'all say his children are silent. She already said they stupid. And like I said, I already told you, I'm, I'm specifically talking to Israel. You're dumb. Your heavenly father said you're stupid. He said the Gentiles and the heathens know more than you because you're too busy running behind them. Now, I'm not going to keep getting into that and reprimanding uh, Yasharel and Judah specifically because I'm sick and tired of the nonsense and cry not and spare, uh, excuse me, cry aloud and spare not. It does not say that we have to sit there and hold each other's hand and woo, woo, woo. Oh, I'm just going to talk to you nicely so that you could get it. Haven't we been through enough? Haven't we uh, transgressed the law enough? How long does somebody have to be nice to you until you get it? No more niceties. Cry aloud and spare not. It is time for you to get yourself together. You don't know if you promise tomorrow. You really don't. 
And there's a scripture uh, that says that too. You don't know if you promise tomorrow. You can't say, oh, I'm going to do this tomorrow. You don't have the power to say that. You do a whole bunch of stuff out of that mouth of yours and you're writing checks that you're behind can't cash. And we're going to be talking about the mouth next week. I'm going to tell you how rotten that is and where it comes from, that rotten heart of yours. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying, because I don't want to sway off of the topic. We are finished with this lesson, and I hope this lesson edifies you. If you have any questions or comments, like I said, I'm working on the sending the uploading of the question. I'm sorry. Just hold it until I can get to these questions. I don't care what kind of question you have from any of the teachers. Just upload it, please. Help me to help you. Because I know when I'm searching for answers and stuff like that, not only does the Ruach deal with me, I'm able to answer the questions for you. So I hope this lesson edified you. And I'm, I'm really glad to deliver this message. Like I said, I want us all to win as a nation of people who love the Most High Yah. I want us all to seek yeah, first his kingdom and his righteousness, all of us to turn from our wicked ways and seek his face 10 times more because every day that goes by is evil. And I'm glad that I'm able to deliver this message and I am so happy to the most high. I'm grateful, I'm humble, and I hope to um, deliver another message soon and you enjoy your day. Thank you.